Jimmy. Pat McGann. You're right across from me. This is different. It is. I don't know how to do this. We can hear the music. We and gotta, we're looking at each other. We gotta wait for the whole song to play now. Oh my goodness. Happy Labor Day. Buddy. Happy Labor Day to you. This is a beautiful day. We're, we're outside recording in my backyard. I don't know if we're loud enough compared to the music. We may want to. We may want to wait till the music's over. Sounds like a plane's landing. I think it. The volume <laughs> is pretty good on the music. Maybe we turn down the music volume a little bit. There you go. <laughs> oh, you don't like it loud? I do, thing? but I don't think you could hear us over it. Pat McGann's on the ones and twos. We are in the McGann backyard. This is great. No, we're not starting this over. I love the fact that we're trying to talk over very loud music. This is what happens when we go back to our first in-person episode in six months. I couldn't be happier. Yeah, it was a little loud, huh? Slightly. <laughs> might have been on the louder end. I didn't realize that. So fired up to be here in person. This is really great. We're in your backyard. I'm drinking an iced tea. This is this is a nice way to end the summer. It really is. It's a uh, it's a holiday. It is September. We made it to September. We sure did. Wow. It's crazy, right? We haven't done a face-to-face since March. Six months. I mean... I mean, we really could have the last... Yeah. It just wasn't working out. just seemed easier to not drive an hour each way for me. I think we were both trying to avoid this awkwardness. I mean, this could be part of it. Forgot what... You've got sunglasses on. Should I put sunglasses on, too, so we can't actually see each other's facial expressions? No, I'll take them off. No, you can leave them on. That's fine. I was just trying to protect my uh, your retinas. my irises. Is it the iris? Retinas. I don't know which part of it. My cornea. Something that the Goo Goo Dolls probably sang about. Is there a corona in your eye? I think there might be. There's a couple in your fridge. We should get into those what? after this. Come on. You're in my fridge? <laughs> I wasn't in your fridge, but spray there's probably. It. <laughs> spray it, babe. I wasn't in your fridge. Oh, yeah. Are you going to spray these mics down after this? No, we're good. We just shared a mic this week. Oh, my God. I did not do a good job there. Of, uh, I did not put my mic cover on. Is, is that something? Is this, is this bad breaking news? I didn't either. I totally forgot. I did as well. Um, I don't know if that's the protocol. Is that what you're supposed to do? I would think it probably helps. You put the cover on, then you take it off I would think done? so. Totally forgot. Slipped my mind. It would be a good way to close. <laughs> Removing By a- undressing the microphone. <laughs> Just taking it off. I um, all right. Good night, folks. <laughs> oh, I forgot something. You just hear the <laughs> of the microphone. I feel like I'd always forget. I had to come back and get it. Absolutely. Yeah. I did uh, shows before that that were outdoor. Um, pretty similar. We didn't have the microphone cover. We had Clorox wipes that I had to like wipe off the microphone when I started, and then grab another one and wipe it off when I finished, which. Does not hurt momentum at all, by the way. Right. Like, please welcome Jim Flanagan. That's what they, they want to hear the first 30 seconds. Just And his squeegee. <laughs> Give it up for Jim and his squeegee. <laughs> and his wet rag. <laughs> and then where do you put the wipe when you're done Give with it? Give it for Jim and his washcloth. Do you have to put it in the back, in your back pocket I did. or something? I did. And then I forgot, and then I sat on it. But it's clean, <laughs> so it's fine. It's fine. Not quite as comfy as my bike and shorts, but uh, it, you know, does the trick. I don't want to do a show with a wet rag. <laughs> I don't either. Against my ass. But like two of them, one that you've used on the way there, and then the other one that you're like, this is the way out, right? Yeah. And you can't put it on your stu- on the stool. Can't really do that. People staring it's at a, pandemic. a dirty rag. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough time. Look, we're all going through stuff right now, you know? I mean, it's not easy for anyone. I hadn't done a set in so long, and then now we did, right? We did the one uh, where I was at the one outside of Baracos, and then mm-hmm. just did this one in, in, uh, at Cork and Carry that we did on Wednesday. And I like forgot everything oh my god forgot to record it i had my Dude. phone and i had the awkwardness of like the exchange and then i meant to hit record didn't same thing did not record um i think i even told you that i forgot to record on your way up <laughs> <laughs> so like i appreciate the solidarity out of you there You're like oh i'm not gonna record either both of the thankfully there's enough people with their with their Snapchats out that uh, I can hear a third of every bit I did if I track them down on the internet. Does that bother you? Like when you see people like holding up their phones, recording in the audience? Oh yeah, it bothers me so much because it's like you probably didn't start at the beginning. Right. That person's gonna think I suck, and maybe I do, but maybe it was going fine, and they just don't understand the setup of the joke. Like that's what goes through my mind more than anything. The worst is like 
I start thinking, if, okay, if I say something, then they're going to have me being like, why are you recording this? <laughs> I can't stand when people do that. About to go viral. Such dicks. Like, I know. They, they think that they can just. Enjoy the experience. And they're just there with their arm out the whole time. Well, a lot of times now that they're live streaming it. They could be doing that. Yeah, that's true. And I have had that happen. Really? It's like, oh, I was streaming your head. A couple people were watching. Oh, God, that's like, gross. What? Why, why would you tell me that? Why do you think that's helping me? Yeah, and then they tell you. They think that it's... Uh, How do you react to that? I get upset, man. I believe it. Like, audibly? Yeah, change subjects. Them? It's ruining my holiday. Sorry. All right. Labor well, Day. I apologize. Uh, thank you to our friends at All That Good Stuff. It was a blast on Wednesday. So fun. Yeah, thank you. I think I'm going to be going... For the stage time. Drop in and work on a couple new things at uh, La Fiesta in a couple weeks. For oh, them. for sure. So if anyone's out the way... Well, I've never been, but I... Uh, it's a Mexican place. Uh, I don't believe that. It's a party. It means the party. <laughs> I disagree. And it's going to be one that night. I believe it. Uh, my cousin who lives out this way said it's her favorite Mexican food anywhere. So <laughs> I'm very excited for La Fiesta. I'm serious. I used to have a joke about uh, my... Because my friend's buddy had a cat named Fiesta. <laughs> that was like one of my party. first jokes. Oh, remind me. I like, remember that. Um, they had a cat named Fiesta... That was like I wonder. That was made me wonder if there was somewhere in Mexico a cat named Party. <laughs> What's he doing with his nine lives? <laughs> Which is actually not was not actually kind of like my buddy's joke. I tagged the nine lives. I liked it up. Brought it to the stage. I like it. It's good. I apologize if you hear a little bit of wind. It's kind of like when the, the like early in Chicago. It's like the early Pat walking episodes, but now we're both. Uh, it is on the move. Did you put your windscreen on? I did not. <laughs> Just put it up right now. It's my hand. Can I just say hi to your neighbors, too, like the old walking episodes? Hey, how are you? I'm doing a podcast. You don't need to wipe these mics down. The, the wind's just blowing the virus right off of it. It's taking care of us. Yeah, that's why I was trying to work that out on the, the other night, talking about, like, the, the contact tracing. Yeah. Like, I wish that it, that worked, you know? Like you could get an email <laughs> that just said, like, dude, virus was at the hardware store with you today. Just want you to know. <laughs> I've got three. coronavirus. <laughs> I'll three. Keep dodging it. <laughs> Just to like, so you knew that good you work. were, you know? Hell yeah. Like you're using the hand sanitizer at the right times. You did good. That would be kind of nice to know. Just want you to know that it was on the, the door handle you touched <laughs> at 7-Eleven. But you sanitized. Hey, boy. Way to go. Knocked it out. Keep moving. I feel like they should uh, be sent from coronavirus, just so like it's more daunting. Because wouldn't it be scarier if the virus was emailing you, like, just missed you? Yes. <laughs> I'll see you next time you go to a gas station, I hope. How about it? Have you wondered, like, how close you've been to it? I really have, yeah. Or where you've dodged it? Or, I mean, there are people who were com entirely asymptomatic, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not one of those people who thinks I've had it by any means. Oh, that's every uh, backyard I go into. <laughs> Everyone, you have a couple of drinks with people. I think I had, I had this thing. I, uh -huh. had, I had this thing back in, it was January, I think, right? I was, I remember I was out for a couple of days. My wife wasn't feeling well. Kids were, yeah, it ran through us. I don't know. I, you probably had it. I got it March of last year. And I know you think it's early, but it's called COVID-19 for a reason. It was around last year. <laughs> Right. I didn't go to work. Remember that Wednesday I didn't go to work? I think I had it. Dude, I was just not feeling myself. I think I had it. I couldn't taste nothing. And they tell you you had it. You had it. You probably had oh it. All the traveling you were doing? <laughs> you get that a lot? I've heard that. Dude, I was really sick in January, um, and I kind of want to remember it differently that I did maybe have it. <laughs> but no. I was food poison. I believe it. I had food poisoning. Well, was that... At that hotel in Utah you were staying at before the big game? Yeah. They, they brought up a pizza, bad pineapple. <laughs> no, man, I got so sick that I was, uh, had to leave the stage. Oh, that's right. You did tell me this. Where was this at? California? Irvine. Yeah, that's the only time that's ever happened. That's crazy. I should have had a, a cover for my mic that night. You really should have. But that's not contagious. <laughs> hey, I'm too sick to continue. Can someone else come in here and talk into this thing for a few minutes? Yeah, totally different reaction now right, right. for comics i mean if someone got sick on stage now <laughs> like, show's over would, they'd be flipping tables <laughs> running out of there i brought a megaphone i'll just do my set from that <laughs> like they would not roll with that yeah you know 
I saw a show that's uh, they have like the microphone hanging upside down, like a ring, like yeah. a ring announcer. Yeah, really. And it's like you know, touching it's not the problem, right? It just the mic just hangs down. Yeah, that's yeah. like their precaution. Oh, really? So, so you don't touch it, right? <laughs> but that's not. Wow. And my thought is like, where it, is this at in the city? It was just a, but it was just like a funny. Yeah, I don't want to be rude, but it Who's was just swinging very, the like, mic. That's the thing. Like someone touches it or anything, it's good. Now it's just getting you in the face. Is someone in the rafters and they <laughs> roll it up in between comics and <laughs> spray it down? Dip it? I don't really know. I didn't get it. Or they just bring a bucket of bleach <laughs> out and they just dip the mic into the bleach and back up. Oh man, there's got to be some extra noxious chemicals going on, dude. They painted my uh, the building of my condo this weekend. Oh really? That seems like a terrible time for it when everyone's air conditioning is on and no one's windows are open. That seems. I'm like skeptical now. They were painting on Saturday morning, and after watching The Sopranos, like they're right. Like I opened my door to the hallway, and they're right there. And I'm like, are they trying to put a bug inside? What's going on here? They're in there, uh-huh. trying to keep an eye on what the hell's going on in your building. <laughs> trying to find out. You didn't believe them? You think they're feds? I mean, Saturday morning, tough time. Saturday morning tough time. is rough. Right as I'm going out for like, a Let's walk. wait till everyone is home and trying to sleep. <laughs> then we'll start our project. <laughs> Give hey them guys. the chemicals. Lock it up. What color are they going with? Are they making a big change? Or uh, is they it really just, are. Uh, they're going. Oh, really? F- yeah, they really are. They're going from an off-white, like a like a tannish off-white, to like a grayish off-white. Ooh. So yeah, I gotta get some new accent pieces for the hallway. Maybe a new rug. Twenty twenty. What happens? This is the mood. That would be great. They just painted it a real sad color. Like sorry, this is just we're going with our mood. Just all black the hallway. <laughs> just we're going through a blue period. <laughs> You guys know Picasso? That's the name of our company. <laughs> I'm not a person who like has anything in the hallway, but some of my neighbors do, and I wonder if they're gonna be like, "I gotta change this wreath out." Oh yeah, match the new scheme. They got like floor mats. It says "home" on the door. Now I gotta do it in different colors. Yeah. You don't have anything on your door? No. 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 Oh, we gotta get you something. Should I? Yeah. What should I put on the door? It's not put like a, a podcast sticker on there. <laughs> it's not. No. Promote us. I don't want them knowing why I'm screaming like a weirdo at my kitchen table t- once a week. Something just to show your personality. Like okay. a little, put a, a bike on there, like a, we'll go on Etsy. We'll find, <laughs> Sarah will help. Something. We'll find something. Like my own little, uh, like my own little Pandora bracelet, but we'll put it on my door. We'll just put the, uh, the faces of comedy and drama, those masks. <laughs> People putting comedy clothes everywhere, and I hate those. <laughs> and like one of those families that people put on the back of their truck, like on their, <laughs> but just me. It's like one stick figure. Oh, you got to. This sounds like a nice little put project. Put your website on there. Really, just so people, <laughs> they don't. I don't think anyone in my building knows I do stand up. They don't. Like you guys have no idea who you're walking past right now. Yeah, right. I'm just kidding. These but people I, don't come out. No, they don't know. They should. You, should, you haven't done a. No, I don't really promote at the, the ice cream socials at the, uh, at, the, at, the, at the complex. I don't go to the pool on Saturdays. Are you funny like, around just them, though? A, I mean, yeah. So you, that's just natural. That's even creepier. It's so creepy. They're going to be like, he was always funny around us. <laughs> Never told us he was a comedian. <laughs> What's he hiding? In his crawl space. <laughs> you don't, probably don't have a crawl space, though. I have an attic. In your newly painted floor. condo. I have an attic. Not the con, just the What outside. do you got up in your attic? I've never been up there. I've only been there 15 years. I'm going to ease my way into that. I feel never like. Never even checked it out? I've never checked it out at all. Is it like a legit, can you walk in there? I think so. Um, I actually, because I'm doing some work this summer, I actually had to ask the association. They haven't gotten back to me yet. Um, but I'm like, does that go all the way to my front door? I've never been up there. You never thought to check it out in March or April? No. When everyone was looking for somewhere to go. <laughs> you didn't. Want to explore your own? <laughs> no, abode? I wasn't going to buy a ladder. Oh, you have to get a ladder. To yeah, get there? it's it's a, it's above. It's an attic. It's above my uh, closet ceiling, so it's probably like fifteen oh, feet. Oh, it's air. above. It's an attic. Yeah. Oh, I know, but why, you don't have why would you access think access to it? No. If you, a lot of attics, you open the attic door and then the ladder comes down. I bought an apartment. Do you? Okay. This isn't a house. That'd be That's awesome great. if there was. I just didn't know it. There's like a Webster-style dumbwaiter that goes down from the attic to my closet, and I was unaware. You could open a club up there. I probably should. Compete with that one in Bloomington. <laughs> the comedy attic. Well done. So, yeah, tomorrow is uh, officially back to school for my kids. How's that feeling? 
um, like a gamble. Yeah, like, <laughs> it could. Roll of the dice. It's tough, man. But no, no it's um, like I said, they're taking everyone's temperature when they walk in. So that means something, I guess. <laughs> Are they? Um, it looks scientific. It does. Did you? Did you guys? You had orientation last week, but different days for different kids. Yeah, the boys went on one day, and then Joe's had a different day. How'd that go? Um, good. Sound like it. They were only there like hour and a half. Okay. They got orientated. You think there's going to be like a lot more outside classes while they can at first, while the weather's good? I think they're going to try that, yeah. Is that kind of, to me, it's kind of the weird thing about like getting to do like this taste of outdoor comedy now. Because we're like six weeks from this being shut down tops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then just like, it's weird getting that taste of it and then going back to, to nothing for the winter. You think that's what's going to happen? I think so, right? It's going to be a lot tougher to do outdoor shows. Sure. Once you get past, I mean, I think you can get into mid-October, and then from there, everything's kind of iffy. And then back to the virtual insanity. Zoom shows. You're probably right. And some. I mean, there'll probably be some live. Yeah. But we'll see where it goes. It's so funny that you, in the past, would feel like like dreading an outdoor show on your schedule. And then, and then just to be able to do that show last week, you're like, so grateful. It's great. And I felt like the audiences also are like... Really wanting it. Yeah. And wanting, um, even like when I, I ventured into like the virus topic area, mm-hmm. um, it's like they wanted, they wanted that. I you think ma- it, I just think people are trying to look for something like that they can relate to. I mean, you made a comment to me once before, and especially with everything else going on right now, like it's a, it's a shared experience, but it's also that common ground. Right. Like yeah. we're all going through this still. Um, yeah. I think it's I think people love that. And it's a live, real experience. And, you know, it's new and fresh. And I think that goes a long way. Well, also, like my neighborhood is, you know, a lot of the families send their kids to Catholic schools. Yeah. And the Catholic schools are opening and the public schools are not. And I think there's a lot of angst among the parents. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they're talking about it that much no. but i think that everyone we know feels the irish it. way right people feel it right therapy doesn't work on us we bottle <laughs> stuff inside we don't need help right i mean i don't know with all that said even as we're talking about it i feel compelled to say like oh i just i want it to work yeah yeah of course but uh from what you see and hear and it's just kind of like all right you want it to work. You want it to, a little sense of normalcy for them. Get them back in school, learning stuff, oh, I want right? the kids around their friends, and they, they yeah. need that, that you can see them. They're, like, thriving from it. We need that shit, too. Yeah. You know? I'm just... Uh, <laughs> we need this. We need to be six feet away from each other. Yeah, even this is... Talking into microphones. Yeah, we got to get used to this again. I got to tell you about the mice in our, our garage. All right. Can't wait to hear Not about these mice. from us. Three feet behind me. Is that why... I've got my back to them, so you can see Dude, what's going on back there. There's been an explosion of nature. Uh oh. Throughout, I don't know if other people can relate to this, but here in uh, the south side of Chicago, we've seen coyotes, foxes, um, not as many rabbits. I think because of these coyotes and foxes, I saw a family of ducks not too long oh, ago. Nice. But anyway, with that comes some rodents too, bro, and the fucking mice. I believe are it. Coming in my garage. In El Garaje. So I had a. Uh, Set some traps. What kind of uh, kind of traps does a Pat McGann set? Like a snap. Like okay. A, you pull it back. Sure. Not the old school with the like the sure. hook. It's been a little bit updated, but it's a spring like that. Okay. I saw the sticky pads, and I felt like the sticky pads is pretty that's rough. Tough. That's like. <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah. There's a little responsibility that goes with that, and. And then you could you could show up when they're still. Giving yeah, like up, back out of the garage a, a little bit, and just like you see the garage door open and then just shut again right away. Still moving. <laughs> He's trying to break dance on there or something. You know these mice, though. Ironically, I ran into one at my brother-in-law's. Really? Just right out front. Just talking to him. Just, just hanging walked out. right. Up. He just, just like, like Pat again came up to me. Uh huh. And I stopped. And I was actually waiting for my brother-in-law, and then he comes up. I'm like, dude, look at this guy, and he was like. He's trying to run away, like hit a wall. <laughs> He's like, dude, just give a bop. You just bop like this thing. just so, And they die instantly. Like, really? They're so easy to kill, I didn't realize that. So these traps do it instantly. Boom. Okay. They're not feeling anything. Okay, that's good. The sticky pad, I just feel like. You're making this take a while. 
Because my brother was like, dude, just give him a bop. I was like, really? I just want to get some duct tape and just put it on his back. (laughs) (laughs) Just let him. Nah, man, get the kids some mallets, get some tickets. Let's make a new whack-a-mole game. (laughs) Just, this is fun. Bop them. Dude, I caught bunny foo-foo. I caught the ones uh, in our garage with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Did you really? That was the bait I used. That's awesome. Did you have any before you put it down? Did you oh, like? You know, okay, I did. you just like one for you, one for me. Sampled it exactly before I set it. Make sure it's good, but not too fresh. This I was thinking soon. they would actually get to it, but they don't even get to it, so it's not even like a last meal. Oh man, which is brutal. The old school traps, they would have you'd get the yeah, prize. The, the ch- yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and then the grand prize would so come right like, after. Put like a powdered sugar donut on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like this is delicious. He, he looks like he's partying. <laughs> Got like a. <laughs> Tony Montana <laughs> This guy went out It's a hell of a lot better than a sticky pad I'll tell you that much Sticky pads gotta be those. They must go back to the uh, the, the nest or the house With the sticky pad stories <laughs> Like dude you'd want to go out there He's just sitting there He can't go anywhere It's probably how we felt about quicksand Right As kids Like they hear stories about it And you gotta stay away from the sticky pads Don't you feel that way When you see that or when you had to kill one? Yeah, I'm not. I haven't had to. No. Um, a few weeks ago, an animal got into my attic. But Your then, attic? <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it's up top. Is it above? Does no one know that? <laughs> and uh, but it scampered back out, which was pretty awesome. What do you mean it scampered back out? Like I heard something up there. Yep. And then you heard it leave. And then heard I it. heard it like running around, and then I heard it stop. But also, I was like, hey, I'm worried about it. You know, something being dead up there. And like right. I like it felt like it was leaving, you know what I mean? Like it felt like it was trapped. It just came and it in found and the way out that yeah. it came in. Um, and you know, you're just like, well, let's see if it smells weird in a couple of weeks. Like that's all you can do. That or buy a ladder. And who's got that kind of time? I love that you I heard him leave too. He came in and then he scampered back out. It's like he was an, just like eh, nothing up here. It's like an Airbnb up there, you know? Just came in for a night. And I heard the door close. I'm like, see you, Jim. Your attic sucks. It's kind of dental breakfast is bullshit. I wonder what it was. I don't know. There's a lot of um, vermin, like deer. That's a great word, vermin. Thank you. Thank you. Who uses that? In, I don't uh, know. In Caddyshack, does he say? You're asking the wrong fellow. Remember? Yeah, right. But you saw enough to talk about it. Well, yeah, not the vermin. <laughs> you didn't see the. Uh, was that Bill Murray? Gopher, vermin, gopher. I did go- see the gopher. Something. Uh, anyway. You've had all, you said there's just been a lot of uh, mouse in the house. Yeah, no, uh, deer in our cemeteries over here. And really, have you seen those memes like online about the explosion of nature? Like, no, the humans are the what would they say the the um, with Earth humans are the virus, <laughs> nature is the cure, and they would show. Ugh. Then they got like ridiculous, like you know, you'd have like elephants parading in <laughs> Miami. <laughs> like the the elephants have returned to Miami because it's the the humans are the virus. All right, I see that um, California is going through a lot. Can you imagine this? That's what I always think about when anything bad happens. You're like, fuck, they got to deal with that on top of this. And this, right? Yeah, there was a gender reveal party that started this huge fire out there. Really? Yeah. When did this happen? Um, I guess recently. Okay. <laughs> it seems pretty accurate. I don't know if they've outed the family, but can you imagine? That's your, uh, that's on you. My God. Like someone's going to have to see that video one day and be like, right. did you guys do a gender reveal party when I was born? <laughs> I'll sit down, son or daughter. I don't really know. <laughs> if it goes out, it's a girl, but if the state burns down... <laughs> That means it's a boy. If the whole state is in flames, then you'll know we're having a boy. It sounds like an update to like a 70s song about like a badass kid. You know? Oh, it's so brutal. Set the world on fire at his gender reveal party. This kid is Johnny destined bad. to suck. Johnny Problem child. Yes. Right? That's the great Bad pre- to the bone. That's what I was looking great for. Great precursor. Think. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, man. When I was growing inside my mother's womb. <laughs> California ablaze. I, <laughs> Sarah and I never found out. 
Not to judge people that find out. No. I mean, but, but you should judge people who set their state ablaze finding out. That's fair to judge them. There are so many levels of finding out. Too. Sure. Do you find out and who do you tell? Everyone? Mm-hmm. Do you find out and send out an announcement? Do you find out and tell everyone the name too? Or do you wait and tell the name? Like, it's, There's so many levels of it. I feel like it's a personal decision which way you go with all that. It is a personal decision, but I still want to judge those yeah, personal decisions. Because some of those people suck when they're like, we're, we're having a boy. and this, we're having a, That's an Irish thing, too, I think, too. You already have a name for it? <laughs> you are jinxing this. <laughs> right? Wouldn't suck if, uh, not suck, I mean, it's great for the person if that's what they want, but wouldn't it just be ironic if, uh, if like, the person, uh, this kid ended up not keeping that gender? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we burned down a state for you. And isn't it ironic? <laughs> yeah, that's been dissected, right? About how much of it is not truly irony. Absolutely. It's more coinkydink. <laughs> isn't that a coinkydink? Don't you think you think? <laughs> Such a better song, too, isn't it? <laughs> that is great. Oh, man. What was the other um, parody I wanted to come up with today? Oh, the Salt and Peppers Let's Talk About Sex. But I feel like someone's going to redo it, but like about consent. Oh God! <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was gonna be like an awful like after school special. <laughs> it was like they have a really brutal lyric in one of their songs. Is we it can't in Shoop? Talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> can't even talk about it. There is. It's Look not even their up. lyric. It's the guy in Shoop, and then their reaction <laughs> to it. Right. Had me talking. And then the oh gosh, it is uncomfortable. I remember hating that like then. I was just like, wait, what? This is a, this is salt. Come on. Papa. Does Spinderella know about this? What happened to them? I think that, uh, I think Spinderella, yeah, I think they've still enjoyed a, a modicum of success at some point. I had a modicum of success with <laughs> taking the uh, salt and pepper shakers on any table in high school and doing, uh, what's this? Shoop, shoop, <laughs> salt and pepper. That's ridiculous. <laughs> would you take the lids off and like make them talk? No, the girls would take their lids off after I <laughs> because of your shoot. After I crushed my salt and pepper jokes. You never did that in high school. You never like like took the lids off of you know the, the spin top lids, but left them on there, right? Just unscrewed them. Oh, I yeah. guess is the right way to say that. And then so the next person who comes down, just boom, all Terrible the crushed prank. red pepper all over your pie. Terrible prank. The meanest. You know what? I remember that one. I didn't partake in that one because I thought it was so mean. You're not there usually for the payoff. It's really just kind of twisted because you just do it and leave. You just yeah. leave a, a path of. Those are the kids. That's their their reveal parties, burn down <laughs> counties. <laughs> Those are the type of people you're dealing with. Those assholes. <laughs> I mean, everything about it. People aren't supposed to be having, having parties right now, are they? Was there was there's a huge party? I mean, who knows. <laughs> big enough, it's big enough that they bought a fucking pyrotechnic. <laughs> Is that what it was? Like, yeah. I don't know how this started a blaze. It was a pyrotechnic from a gender reveal. Was this the like the drummer from Great White running the party? <laughs> Is that too much? <laughs> it might be. Okay. Well, no, it's great. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be. Have you? Is there a video? Yeah, it's all over the news. Just go to. Any news show, and you can see the mountainside. Oh my God! That's seven, their gender five, reveal party. Seven, you guys, you want to see some pictures from your reveal party? Oh, it's awful, dude. This is terrible, and you hope everyone gets out okay. Unbelievable. Here's some pics from your gender reveal party. There, that's an airplane dropping dust everywhere. There is. This is the second time this has happened. In 2017, a gender reveal party in Arizona sparked a wildfire that burned nearly 47,000 acres and caused more than $8 million in damage. Wow. Is this going to be like a new thing when people go to like state parks? Is going to be like, all right, no illicit drugs or gender reveal parties? Right. Yeah. Stop having the fuck. Oh, my God. People are ridiculous. Insane. Dumbasses. Some friends of mine did one this weekend, but it was like all via Zoom. Oh, and yeah. uh, they didn't even have any pyrotechnics. They just shot a bunch of guns in the air. It was way no. I'm just kidding. They uh, no. He was a baseball player, so I think she, like she lobbed him a pitch and he hit it, and the color revealed and a huge penis. The gender fell out. 
He hit it with a big penis bat, and that was the whole thing. All of these gender reveal parties, and they don't, they never reference the penis or the vagina. That's how I've said it's a boy. <laughs> when the doctor took the baby out. Oh, my God. You never found out any of the three. You never found out ahead of time. No. Was there a reason? Was it just like? I guess that's just how that was. Just, it's probably tradition. Like, mm-hmm. Looking forward to the surprise. Sure. And um, I did enjoy those moments. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I, but I don't care if people want to know beforehand. I just no. think it's uh, it's like you can't. It's not going to help you prepare. And well, I remember people colors like, on the walls paint and the shit. room. Well, that's if you want a, you know, a pink, or the most blue, <laughs> or the most like. <laughs> Can't you just like paint a room a light green and just <laughs> call it a day? Let the baby develop its personality and you decorate figure it around out. it. Right, that makes sense. But people are like that. Yeah, and those people annoy me. It's like, what? The, calm down with your show off. Get a bunch of likes. We need to know. We need to know. Even like my friends, even once the kid's born, I'm like, no, thank you. Don't tell me. You know, I never right. want them to reveal the gender. I'm just like, don't talk about that baby. Yeah, I don't want to know. I um we gotta I, get ready. I'll get you ready. <laughs> Let me help you get ready. I'll come to your house and scream in your face <laughs> every hour. <laughs> I went to a uh little outdoor family thing yesterday with a uh new baby. I didn't I didn't hold the baby. I didn't know the rules. I didn't know to ask, you yeah. know. A few other people held the baby and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna give the baby a little break. I don't <laughs> need to meet the whole family at once. Are you going to reveal the gender of this baby? <laughs> Not real. Hang on. Uh, let me get you some matches. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get you some matches and hairspray. Oh, they are in from California. If this happened to be. <laughs> Was it a boy? If, yes. If this happened to be an escape route. <laughs> hmm. How do you know it was a boy? What are you guys doing here? Oh, uh, you know, just laying low for a bit. Just lay in low. You didn't want to hold it, huh? I would have been okay with holding it, but I also didn't want to push the issue, you know? I mean, you're... you're like, hang on, let me put a microphone cover on it first <laughs> before I hold it. Has anyone sanitized this baby? It's just got a huge hairnet around it. <laughs> That'd be perfect. I did, a, uh, I did another outdoor show on Saturday. Shout out to the good people of Lamont, uh, where I was not good. Lamont? Lamont, Yeah, Illinois. give them a shout out. <laughs> Oops, that's, I, gotta, that's, I forgot we've got the thing back. I forgot the buttons. Oh, my All God. Right. That Lamont. is a long. Yeah, <laughs> Lamont. Ridiculous. L-E-M-O-N-T. You can hear us over it. This is new. Um, where I, I didn't forget a bit, but I started to do a bit that was a callback to a bit that I hadn't done. <laughs> like, that's the weird thing about not doing oh, comedy yeah, yeah. in six months. I, like, get to the punchline. I'm like, all right, well, there's no point in saying that. Never mind. And I went into something different. <laughs> That's I'm just gonna hilarious. state a sentence about something that they had, would have had no clue yeah. what I was doing. But yeah, it was. Uh, oh, there was somewhere else I was going with. Oh, you that. feel lost up there, right? It's yeah, like now, yeah, like like where I was just going with that sentence. And there are times you don't, but there are other times you're like, okay, now I got to do something that they're gonna like, and yeah. that's the part you don't think about. Like the like before I go up there, I'm thinking about all the new stuff I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the order of that, and then but you're just like, oh, this is a good bit of mine. I'll just do that. Right. But then you're like, I haven't said those words together in that order in a very long time, or I didn't do the part that comes in front of it. Yeah, it's just different, man. And I think that it's like everything from before seems, it's like, does this still fit? Does yeah. this still, can I still sell this? Because you almost yourself think that things are so different now. I think that's because of the jarring um, effect it had on, yeah. on comedy. Everything stopped. Whereas it didn't for a lot of other people. So they're kind of like, they're easier to get back. Like they're, you know, they're like, we're still working. Sure. So I obviously they've been interrupted. Yeah. yeah. Huge. But too. everyone to different degrees. Right. Yeah. And some people have been interrupted way more and some people have been interrupted way less, you know, and, and those people who were interrupted way less are working harder than anybody. I mean, they've bet, you know, people had a rough go since the get go. Right. Yeah. We got, we're living the sweet non-essential life. It's not the worst, really. We got to put a little microphone condom on once in a while. That's fine. That's <laughs> if that's the worst of it for professional caution. I feel like that's what the world is saying. Like comedy, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It's cute. It's fine. You're gonna do that now? But it's not essential. <laughs> not essential. You're gonna you need to go over here. <laughs> you need to stand over there with the jugglers <laughs> and the magicians. Wouldn't it suck if you were like specialized as a close up magician? Oh yeah. No, you can't do that. It's like, well, yeah, go into a different subfield. 
I was thinking about that if they're doing uh, virtual shows, because you'd just be like, "Wait a minute, rewind that." <laughs> no recording the Zoom. Yeah, I guess you could not record. I'm a medium range magician. Is that what they'd go by instead of <laughs> close up? A moderate distance magician. I'm a two yardstick guy. <laughs> a socially distanced magician. I went to a uh, I went to a waterfall today. I knew life's weird. Oh, I yeah? uh, I did. I, I took a bike trip, and um, there were so many people like swimming in the bo- like I stayed swimming at a in distance. It? Yeah, like at the bottom of the waterfall. Where were you? you paradise, uh, Lamont. This is in Lamont too. Uh, or is it? Yeah, it's a waterfall Glen, right over by Argonne National Laboratory. Yes. Laboratory, if you will. Yes, I know it. Um, there's like a big loop. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a waterfall off to one side. So I kind of, you know, scurried down the unbeaten path to like stayed at a distance. I didn't want to, I'm not here for the, you know, to jump in the rocks, but people are just like, fucking like nothing's going on. And that's a nice thing about Labor Day. It's like, oh good, we can all come together and just forget about the pandemic. You yeah, know, right. <laughs> just really screw up one thing for a weekend. I love, I love how you, you said you scurried. I did. <laughs> I did. Pictured you with a tail and an acorn. Um, we talked about the binge shows. Do we need to go over any more uh, any more shows? Probably I did tell you we started Malcolm in the Middle. Oh yeah, me and the fam. That, I think that's a direct result of this. Yes, we're on it episode up. five, I believe. Yeah, boy. Season one. You loving it's it? Funny. Yeah, it's funny. The kids like it. Is it hard? I, I like. I hope they to the don't middle? get a lot of bad ideas because these kids are like terrors. My kids are, they're not terrors, but they're like. They could. They have terror potential. <laughs> They've got the opportunity to go. They just don't need a nudge they in that like direction. They like new ideas. Yeah, but they're uh, they're getting a kick out of it. Okay. Well, good. I mean, is it hard to follow up the middle? That was your show for a long time. Oh yeah, it's completely different. Uh huh. There's, there's some similarities. There's a lot of similarities actually. You know what the difference is? But the parents are a lot different. Malcolm. Malcolm is. I mean, just the middle. The dad is, uh, you know, Brian Cranston, and he's a trip. So good. Um, should we stick with a few dramas? Sure. Uh, so we went through, we're kind of, this is a longer list, but we're going through just like the the double starred, the the top of the top, the creme de la creme of this list, if you will. Friday Night Lights. Dude, that's funny you say that. I just saw somebody tweet about Friday Night Lights. I never watched it. Mm-mm. I've heard a lot of great things yeah, about it. Yeah, me too. It. We talked about Bloodline. Yeah. This guy's in, what's his name? He's in a ton of stuff. You know his name. Peter Francis Geraci. No. Bob Roarman. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. for sure. A little shout out there. Um, I hope Harry Schmerler is singing at his funeral. <laughs> He's Friday in Bloodline, but the, before that, like when we were, um, was he in Party of Five or maybe not? There was a show that my sister loved when we were. Kyle Chandler. Is it Kyle Chandler? Kyle Chandler. Oh, man, this dude. This dude is like the epitome of TV handsome. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Buffalo, New York. He's 54 years old. He was on uh, Homefront. Homefront, that's the show. I'm not even familiar with Homefront. It was an ABC drama that lasted three seasons. Bloodline, yeah, 11 primetime Emmy Award nominations for this dude. He's really good in Bloodline, I, I believe think. it. I'm going to check that, check that out, Friday Night Lights. i got to be honest, I was kind of maybe skeptical of, um, it was like a... It's a prime time. Mm-hmm. And like movie network. into a sitcom from a network. Right. Movie into the show. And it was on like NBC or ABC, yeah. right? How can we wring some extra dollars out of this is how it felt. But that, then it was like I, six seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And people rave about it. So, um, And then there's like a, I, I feel like some of these are pretty similar. Um, there's like a rash of like USA shows that I've never watched, but the people who watch them love them. Like Jag? Uh, like Jag. But this is White Collar. White Collar. Is that a U.S.? I think that's a U.S.A. Okay. I think it's one of those. Are you familiar with it at no. all? Um, what was the one that the princess was on? The princess. The one who just married Harry? Meghan Markle? Oh, yeah. She was Suits, on a show like that. Which yeah, is actually Suits. the next one I was going to mention. Really? Or, or she was on White Collar. I don't is remember Is that on which. there? The yeah, list? it really is. Um, and I think they're both like, uh, I think they're both U.S.A. Yeah, I mean, 2009 and 2014... You know who runs a lot of the program at USA? Tommy Johnigan's wife. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. She's a she's a big shot there. Well, like I said, these are wonderful programs, and, and that uh, says a lot to what she's doing. Then. Yeah, um, I've not seen either. Suits is one of those that the people who love it love it. What was USA Network 
known for like out of the box were they running like reruns of shows we used to love like do you remember yeah. they, when they came on the scene i remember they were like tnt they were a network that you would watch a lot i remember them mostly from uh monday night raw they've been carrying that since oh, my yeah. childhood and I, and i also know they used to air the westminster dog show like one <laughs> week a year i couldn't watch wrestling and it was a fucking poodle like jumping out those guys needed a break oh they had to God. go to rehab <laughs> they had a, they needed just a week off to go to court <laughs> deal with all their issues it's like how the bulls had to leave town for the circus set for 13 days the bulls and blackhawks every year oh yeah right the wwe gets to handle all their legal battles during the <laughs> westminster kennel club they're in the dog show <laughs> when they finally see their family did I ever tell you this story when we ran into some pro wrestlers in Dayton when I was at uh, at UD? I'd love to hear this. And we ran into we were at this Walnut Hills bar, this like dive bar. Okay. And they had been in town wrestling at like the Hair Arena. This is like during the NWO days. Okay. You know. Yeah, I for do. For life. <laughs> Remember that? A lot of Wolfpackers out life. there. Yeah, and everyone around that age. Like, were there a ton of NWO shirts on campus, or was were you guys too cool for it? No, there was a ton of NWO stuff. Yeah, it was. I mean, everywhere. Everywhere. I remember my, my buddy was like, I'm giving up pizza for Lent. <laughs> and did uh, <laughs> for life for, for Lent. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so we were, were there, and um, it was um, Nash, was it? Kevin Nash. Yeah. Kevin Nash. And Scott Hall. No, Scott Hall. That's Razor Ramon. It was Razor Ramon, yeah. It was Scott Hall and, like, Greg the Anvil. The Hammer Valentine or Jim the Anvil Nyhart? Jim the It was Jim the Anvil Nyhart. Oh, man. I always, always confuse those two. The Anvil and the, the anvil. Hammer? I get that. And the Hammer. That makes sense. And the Razor. Um, and these guys started a fight with some locals, some townies, at the bar. It was like, a, that, you know, it's like a college townie bar. Sure. It they started like, it? Oh, yeah. That's these awesome. guys came in and they, you know, this is before cell phones. This is before, you know. Yeah. They came in and they were total dicks and they like one of them like threw a chair like i thought they were kidding at first i thought it was all like sure. this is what they do it's just an act but they were juiced up that's crazy geared up on something just dead eyes and like this dude's on something not playing man because we're like that's this is like remember these days so one, one of us was gonna go back to the house to get a camera Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To get like a throwaway camera, because it was like a need... late. It was late, so it was like we couldn't go across the street to buy one. And... Right. Oh man. Somebody's got to do something. We need to get a picture of them. We have nothing. We've got no way unless you have like a sketch artist there. Like, there's nothing. You got to go back and get a camera. We're like, get the. We had to get the hell out of there. That's crazy. It's like this thing's gonna turn into a gender reveal party. <laughs> In a minute, we were running for our lives. <laughs> we had a bolt. Ah, uh, white collar and suits are the uh, recommendations there. Um, the next one up, I, I've seen, I believe you've finished as well, Ozark. Ozark, love it. Ozark, yeah. so good, man. Jason Bateman, come a long way from the Hogan family. Yes. And from uh, I like Silver him Spoons. I really thought, too, this last season, some of it was a little bit like, yeah, come on. That show has that, too, yeah. that break, Breaking Bad effect. Agreed. That, like, come on. Agreed. Enough. Get but then on. they hooked me again at the end. Yes. And it, that, it, again, is, is a big difference with Breaking Bad because, and, and I think part of that's when I watched it. Because, like, it's easier to get hooked when you have to wait for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of those season finales of Breaking Bad would have been a lot better if I didn't just get to immediately watch the next episode. I see that, yeah. And that's where I think sometimes binging can hurt it. But I love Ozark. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen it, you definitely should. That's a great point. The, the brother in Ozark on this last oh, season is so good. Incredible. Incredible. Great. He does a great job. Um, yeah, I'm interested in seeing where all that goes. So the uh, the last one, uh, we're doing five today, that I want to mention is probably my next show. Um, I keep hearing great things about it. I think it's still currently on. Billions? Okay, yeah, yeah. you seen it? About that. I have not seen it, but I've heard a lot about it. I heard it's good. Is that The Rock? No, no, that's no, ballers. That's, that's ballers. That's ballers. That's more of like entourage. If they were Dan Soder and Billions, yeah, yes, yes. So, and that's another thing. Like friends of mine who don't know anything about stand up are like, "Hey, can you get me Dan Soder tickets when he's in town?" Like they love him. Oh yeah, out of that show. 
Oh, that's so wild. I'm interested. Like I love that when you get comics yeah. into a mainstream role and people start to, you know, follow them and like their comedy because of it. It's the old Richard Belzer effect, you know. Right. It's Who else is in this? I don't know. Um, but Richard Belzer is a great call. He wrote a book on stand up, and then he, he was what big on Homicide. I think he's still on. I think he's still on there, isn't he? That show's still going, dude. All of those. It's one of those CSIs. Him and Ice T, Marishna Hardigay. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still doing shows? I believe so. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe if not in the last, it's been the last couple years that um, Damian Lewis from uh, Homeland, Paul Giamatti, Maggie Siff, I don't know, are also part of the cast of Billions. That's a great cast. I mean, Giamatti's amazing. Damian Lewis from Billions was solid. I don't really know Maggie Siff. She looks familiar. Do you remember when his dad was the commissioner of baseball? <laughs> Is that really? That's his dad. Bart Giamatti is really Paul Giamatti. Did we talk about this? Bart Giamatti is his dad. Incredible. Isn't that amazing? Incredible. I think his name was Bartlett, right? Like his full name. And I remember that was like the town next to where I grew up. A Bartlett Giamatti. A Bartlett Giamatti. It's like, how many are there? He's just one of them? And is he the original that's that expelled Pete Rose? I think he is. And then he died, right? 1989. He served only five months before dying suddenly of a heart attack. And he had been a judge or something? From, yeah, from April. So he was uh, president of Yale before president of the National League and then the second, seventh commissioner of uh, baseball. He came after Uberoth and was right before Faye Vincent. Man, right. spoken like a true Bernsiac. <laughs> spoken like a guy who knows his documentaries. <laughs> Could have been part of baseball with Ken Burns. I forgot that... Um that he was just a very short time. Me, so did I. Uh, he negotiated the agreement resolving the Pete Rose betting scandal by permitting him to voluntarily withdraw from the sport to avoid further punishment. And it's Paul's dad. I can't. This. You're not even verified that yet. If I'm wrong, I'm going to be very embarrassed and quit this podcast. If Paul we're going to quit this podcast for being embarrassed, we should have gone. It is. A. Bartlett Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is, I think he's probably one of my favorite actors. It's great. His Tony Clifton was awesome. Tony Clifton? He was great as Tony Clifton. I hated his guts. Dude, I loved him in um, John Adams, Cinderella Man. He was great. It's funny the stuff that he was in, because you'll see him in, like, kid movies. He was in a movie, actually, with this kid from Malcolm in the Middle, like, Big Fat Liar. And I'm seeing it here because I'm cheating here on my phone. <laughs> but I saw this movie with my daughter, and you're watching it, and then, like, he pops in, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, this guy was grinding. <laughs> Doing everything. Dude, his brother's an actor. Complete opposite of Paul Giamatti. What's it? Like, just uh, he, uh, Marcus Giamatti. Um, start, started in soap operas. Oh, really? Like, like the, I mean, not, but like the Arnold to the Danny DeVito of, uh, and brotherhood of uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Sebastian started in uh, soap operas. Really? Acting wise, I That's think some awesome. of the first one, the gigs he got, I did when I was working with him and uh, when we were touring him and um, the head of his security, John Petrelli. Uh huh. They were both, they did like soap stuff. That's awesome. They we're telling me stories. <laughs> Is that like a fun? I've never seen this guy. I just looked up Marcus Giamatti. Yeah, he was on Judging Amy for a long time. He oh, just, yeah, I never saw that. I never did either. He just looks like the opposite of Paul Giamatti. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is that like a, I mean, do they enjoy their time in soap operas? Yeah, I mean, I think they were getting booked and, Hell yeah. you know. And there was a lot of gigs in that because there were so many, so many shows and so many roles. I think a lot of people that live out in L.A. have that in their past. Sure. Right? A soap thing or small commercial. You and I talked last week just off the air about opening for soap opera stars. Looks like I have to add one to the list. <laughs> right. I didn't realize he started there. That's awesome. One of the coolest things, I mean, this is a great showbiz story. I don't know if he's told this story a lot, um, totally his story, but he was in like a Super Bowl halftime show, the one that Prince did. Wow. And the the way it came to be was he was in Vegas working like the trap, mm -hmm. the comedy stop there, whatever the, the club was. Sure. And Steve Byrne was also in town. And Steve Byrne was connected to this guy, and he's like, hey, we're shooting this thing for the halftime of the Super Bowl tomorrow. Do you want to be in it? And he just went over there, 
and was in this thing. That's awesome. And then you're prominently in a, and then Prince is there. That's incredible. Right? Like, have you seen it? Have you watched I it saw, since then? I saw you it. see them? I, and I was like, how did you never, you never told me this? Or yeah. I, never, I never heard this. This is huge. Okay. And, and so they're a, visible. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Are they just dancing and hanging they're out? They're in a conference room and they come in and, uh, then I think all of a sudden Prince walks in the conference room. But it's like Steve Byrne, Sebastian. I felt like Steve Byrne had a Pepsi connection, and that makes sense with the Pepsi halftime show. Why do I feel like Steve Byrne had a Pepsi? Did he do like a commercial for them or something? Possibly. He knows a lot of people, that I dude. I could imagine. I like that dude. He's, he, he's always doing projects, too. Yeah. Done some documentary stuff. And All right. Any other shows we got to cover? No, I think we, uh, I mean, some point like we should get into some of the comedies. We're just in the dramas. Um, we did have a review uh, from someone who also mentioned that they loved Rescue Me. but uh, We got a review? Uh, uh, Mystery. Oh, that's no, not <laughs> We don't want to hit that one. What's happening? <laughs> oh, that we got a review. Is that the review? We got a review. <laughs> I can't even, this is so dumb. I love it. I just uh, wanted to press some of those buttons, dude. It's a good one. Do we, uh, are all of the buttons spoken for? Can we add stuff to the, Do we have yeah, to start doing a stuff. mystery of the week segment now? No, we can add stuff. Mystery of the week. What happened to the rest of my night after I left <laughs> Cork and Carrie on Wednesday? It's a mystery. <laughs> I don't remember. What did happen? I don't know. That's the mystery of the week. Week, week. Uh, Carl said, rescue me rocks. Thanks for the laugh, guys. Uh, laughs, guys. There's more oh, than one. God. More Whew. than one. Thanks for Thank the laugh. You. I thought Carl only. It's like, which I one? I finally enjoyed something. Thank you for that. No, uh, thanks for the laughs, guys. Uh, Rescue Me Rocks. A great distraction called our podcast. Thank you very much, Carl, for the review. They're very important to us. I know we pester you about it, but we appreciate it. I love being a great distraction. Isn't that nice? Very nice. Dude, I got to tell you, one of the funniest things I saw this weekend was. Um, we were over at Aaron and Terry's, and they Terry bought this uh, dip. It was bacon cheddar. It wasn't dip. Yeah. I think it was bacon cheddar pasta, like a pasta salad. Okay. Um, very mayonnaise-y. I didn't partake. Didn't care for that? And it was like, <laughs> Aaron was making fun of it like it was glowing. <laughs> Aaron and Sarah were just leaning in the... <laughs> and then a fly, you know, we're outside. Oh, man. A fly came in, did like a couple walks, and couldn't get out. It was like a like a, a, a sticky pad. This thing, honestly, I and I didn't have my phone with me. I wanted to videotape this thing. It was trying to take off, and it would it was stuck <laughs> in this disgusting pasta salad <laughs> that nobody was really getting into. <laughs> Terry had some, and then uh, honestly, two hours later, Sarah's talking to Aaron and us. You know, we're all around the table, and mid story, Sarah's just like. <laughs> I just, she literally swallowed a fly. And Aaron right away was like, oh my gosh, is it the one from the, from the pasta? Did it taste, does it taste like bacon and cheddar? You know, it's funny. Uh, Hari and I ate crickets for a podcast and I had the bacon cheddar flavored ones. You had and, to eat a cricket? Yeah. We talked about eating bugs. But I had bacon cheddar crickets and it's the way to go. Really? Yeah, so Sarah didn't do bad. If she's going to, the sour cream and onion, not so good. So she got a good fly if she's going to do it. Was it good? No. No, it's not good. How many insects did you eat? Like a little cardboard box of like four crickets. Really? Yeah, it's not a big deal. That's they great. Were, no, it's not. But but she went with the right ones. There were plain. There were Man, your other podcast sounds so much cooler All than right. this one. That's not. <laughs> How come up. you don't ever eat bugs with me? Do you want to? Do you want me to bring some crickets by next time? Where are you going to bring them from? Your show? I am. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I forgot a callback. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, that was a good one. I was. On, I should just hit oh. a random button. It's the one ab above there, right there. Say it again. Oh. No, the crickets. Crickets. Where are you going to bring those from? Your show? Oh. <laughs> oh. That's how you use that button. It's perfect. What? Oh, man. I wish I had hit you with that and hit the oh. button at the same time. <laughs> would have been awesome. I love how we have to have that. We have to have Pauly saying that rather than just have it record ourselves. Yeah, it's Pauly Walnuts. We're going to copyright infringe. Let's go all the way. Yeah, right? I wonder if that's illegal. It's not the, that's not the first person you should start <laughs> Your copyright infringement. Copy. <laughs> hey, why is he out front? Oh, hi, Mr. Sirico. Just pacing the neighborhood. I, I was I listened to that, uh, uh, the Talking Sopranos when I was talking. They say he is, like, legit. 
Yeah, that's what I. He's got a past. (laughs) He's got a past, present and future. No shit, man. That dude is. Yeah, he was not a stretch playing any of that. Uh, What he started wasn't he in? He's been in gangster roles before, right? Yeah, like he's been an actor for a while. You go back and side hustle. Yeah, it's like how I have a day job and still do stand up comedy. (laughs) He kind of does that, you know. He's. I act, but I do some other stuff on the side. Still breaks necks. And he's not like out, you know, out front about it. Right. Keeps to himself, like That's you it. at the condo stuff. That's it. Just they don't know quiet. you're. They don't know. They just think you're witty. They just think I'm a weirdo, who just lives by himself and like, <laughs> like if they had any clue why I'm pacing and yelling at myself most of the time. Do you? Are you still pacing a lot these days? Yeah, man. I get my steps in even when I don't leave. Really? Yeah. Eight hundred square feet, and I just wear through it. What are you pacing about? Like I don't know, just anxiety in general, just life, you know. Yeah. Like I'll be sitting there working, and then I'll take a phone call and stand up, walk around. <laughs> I can't just sit down and take a call. I gotta be moving. And do you have headset? Like you got your earpods in? Yeah, I think I normally have my earpods in. Or sometimes I'll do speakerphone because I live by myself and don't give a fuck. <laughs> I love it. Most people in your building are probably living by themselves, right? I think. I mean, there's yeah, there's a mix of everybody. Yeah, yeah. There's some families. There's some uh, a couple solo folks. The person next to me has a trampoline that she works out on every day inside her second story condo. Who? The person next door to me has like a mini trampoline that she works out on every day. Really? Um, But like blasts techno music at the same time, so you don't hear the (laughs) you don't hear the trampoline because of the beat dropping. So that's good. Are you guys friendly? Yeah, we're cool. She does the aerobics on the, the trampoline? <laughs> Indoors, Pat. It's not like an outdoor thing. I'm picturing like a headband. Like It's just kind of weird. Like, I want to know. Nothing about this makes sense. I've right. never, I've watched a lot. I've left the TV on a lot of Sunday mornings, and I've seen a ton of infomercials. And I've never seen one for like a mini trampoline workout, you know? You can like how high is the ceiling? It's like a belt you can put on your abs, and that's supposed to work. But a, a trampoline, no one's tried before. I don't understand. It's like a fifteen foot ceiling. Sounds like they're making an aggressive porn in there. <laughs> no, that's just my neighbor. It's a mini trampoline. She probably has like an OnlyFans <laughs> site raking in mill. Oh boy, I wonder how long before legit comics start trying to do OnlyFans just to put content out and try and get money. I hear that that is the. Um, the future that that's the growing the one to watch i wouldn't doubt is that like in your social media reports? Say that everyone's gonna have that now yeah like uh I, yeah like if like you Patreon have um, for podcasts if you say like the rock or bieber has their social media site mm-hmm. but you can get extra content for just a dollar a month so let's say bieber does that and then a third of his fans want it for a dollar a month yeah what's that Millions. Millions. A month. Millions a month. All right. Maybe that's it. Which is going to be the name of my new company. <laughs> Millions a month. Millions a month. Millions a month by Pat It's going to be about procrastination. <laughs> and if mistakes. I had done all of these things, I could be making millions a month by now. <laughs> I love when people are like, why don't they just get, like, if I, if I had that money? <laughs> don't you always hear people saying that? I used to say that, too. Dude, if, I, if I was... Ugh. Making that much money, I would just retire and just be done. And this, then it's like, yeah, but that's, that's why, why you don't, don't have it. Money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it obviously, it's not even about that to some of them. It is, and it isn't. Sure, if they were doing it for the money, they would have stopped by now. And some of them are doing it for the money, and they really are addicted yeah. to just that. Yeah, but some of them are love what they're doing. The money is a byproduct, and they're just doers. That's it. They don't stop. Like, I feel like a better person because I'm doing shit now. And I'm thinking, like, people used to do this stuff every day. Like, before, like, like it took a pandemic for me to want to do anything. And I think back, like, but people have just done this forever. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Some people are just better at that, just better at self-starting, getting going. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to be a self-starter. Do you ever find yourself saying that when you were interviewed? Like, oh you were God. like... I used to go with, I'm competitive. That was like, <laughs> I wonder if people even respond to that. They used to say, when you go on an interview, like you're at sales, mention that you're competitive and mention Now they personality profile you. Now they're into sabermetrics. They like, you take a test that has like a 
hundred questions with four of almost the exactly the same answer. And depending on which one you choose, they can tell if you're a good salesperson or not. They scan on you right away? Is that like the first interview? It's like a personality profile before like you even before get Before we would talk to you? Like, we'll do a phone interview and then a personality profile. And then if we like your personality profile, we'll bring you in. And Is like that what do, it's called to them, too? Yeah. I mean, there's different names for them and stuff. And... And some of them, I mean, even like just math questions. And so the first thing is you have a conversation with these people, mm -hmm. and then you're like, okay, we're going to profile your personality now. Yeah, listen, we think you might be a good candidate for this role. We'd like to learn a little bit more about you, so we know what to ask you in the interview. Is the bullshit that they give, and then uh, at least at big, you know, corporations, they'll do this a lot. Like we're just going to send you a quick little questionnaire. Why don't you fill that out before the interview on Tuesday, so we know. Don't what to stress at all. Mm -mm. Just everything is riding on it's this. Two and a half hours long. And I need to do it in front of a computer. And uh, the answers are almost the same. And it determines whether or not you're going to get to work here. <laughs> it takes that long, I mean, two and a half hours. It's, oh, dude, some of them, everything from like math and then reading and then comprehension, but also things like, um, you know. Taking a standardized test. It is. It, like the organization uh, is struggling. And it's like, would you steal bread from the company if you needed to to feed your family? Like, you know how they used to do that shit to people? Oh, yeah. It's just like much more in-depth versions of that. They'd ask you four activities used as to well. be like, have, have you been arrested? <laughs> have you done drugs in the last 30 days? Right. And then be like, no, I haven't, and I'm super competitive. <laughs> they were like, all right, all right. Well, welcome aboard. All right, well. Here, here's your cube. <laughs> you get 30% of what you make. <laughs> I'm now remembering a test I did take before I worked at Schwartz, and it was a personality. Oh, God, what was the name of it? I had to ask my buddy. Yeah, I don't think I did all that well either, but I was. they still brought me in. The first time I took one, I remember the boss, like the manager that I was supposed to be meeting with, calling me before the in-person interview. And uh, he was like, hey, are these, just so I know, are these like your real answers, or is this what you wanted us to think? Oh, my gosh. And I was like, what does that even mean? He's like, no, 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 they're fine. They're fine. I'm like, are they... Like, are you saying they're too good or too bad? Like, do you think I was That's cheating? That's a mind. That's a... It's like, no, 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 I just wanted to know, are they? I'm right. like, yeah, they were my real answers. Like, okay, we'll see you on Tuesday. And who's going to be like, no, oh, I'm so glad you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not wake up early in the mornings. I just want you to think I do. I remember I interviewed for a job at Dayton. Uh, it was, I interviewed in Dayton. It was like a year after I graduated, and it was like a legit company. Uh -huh. I don't even know how I ended up getting this interview. And I went down there. I swear I was like, this stuff felt good. That felt really good. And I was <laughs> I was dating a girl that was there, went to Dayton. I probably mentioned that too. Like, this would be great <laughs> to be back down here. And yeah. You know, dude, I got home. When I got home, there was a, a piece of mail that was a, a rejection letter from the interview. <laughs> it's the quickest that I've ever gotten a piece of mail in my life. Like it waiting you, for me. It beat you home from Dayton. It like. beat me. They should have. She should have. It's like I was walking out. And she should have been like, "Here, would you mind dropping this in the mailbox? Putting this in your own or mailbox. Just open this home. when you get home. Would you? Would you? Can you lick that? Seal it. We don't want to ruin fame. the rest of your weekend. So just uh, hang on to this until you get back on Monday. They knew right away. She didn't have to run it up the ladder. That's hilarious. Oh man, I did one stressful where. interviews. I had an interview, um, God, not that long ago in the big scheme of things, where neither one of us ever spoke to each other again. Really? Like, I did the interview, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they want me for this, but I'm not really sure I want the job. So I'm like, I'm not going to send, like, a follow-up letter or anything. I just don't think it's the right opportunity for me. And then they also never sent anything. I got ghosted by a potential employer. Really? Like, they flew me there for the interview. And we never spoke again. <laughs> Same industry? Yeah, it was like a weird, and it ended up, it was like, this isn't the right thing for me. Um, but yeah. Maybe they sense that you that you didn't want it. <laughs> like, we're not calling him first. Like, we were, you know, maybe we both could have been somewhere if just one right. of us w wasn't so shy. Fuck, now I'm going to stop. You ever worked, that, about that's forever. happened to me, like, with a club before, where it's like, we were talking, and you want to work there, then you get an offer to work there, and it's an awful offer, and then you're I mean, that happens, Yeah, right? that happens. I was thinking the opposite. Some of these places. Where, like, I've thought I've had a really good weekend and then never returned an email again. Oh, that happens all the I time. I mean, and, and, and it could be something. It could be nothing. 
Oh, yeah. But I'm like, you're right. You know what? I should just stop reaching out. Yeah, but that you get yeah. those inquiries constantly. For sure. All right, buddy. We should wrap it up. We've been it's about it that time. While. You got it. Um, is this? I think we can do this. I think we can do in person a little bit. Yeah, we'll we'll learn from it. You got it. Uh, <laughs> we'll what you think? Ha! Huh. I mean, it's just different being in person again. No, but I think good, it's good. Though. Absolutely. And it's good to see you, dude. It's good to see you, my man. We're gonna cue up the music to get us out of <laughs> here. I'm not so gonna have it too loud either. You know Look at this. What a reasonable volume. Ooh. Like it's the background. It's taking us out of here, man. I missed hearing it live. Right? Thanks to Tommy Schneeman and it's a good Greg tune. Kennedy. It's great. Fits us well. I'm going to turn it up, Jim. We came in this like this hot. We were talking over this. I don't think we were talking over it. I think we were talking through it <laughs> at that point. You don't think people heard it? I think they heard a little bit. But they were like, this is way too loud. Well, I hope they hear this. I want to thank you for joining us this Labor Day. I want to thank you for downloading, subscribing, telling your friends and enemies. Check us out all over the place. Good times, Jim. If this episode sucked, it's because I took the day off for Labor Day. It doesn't suck. It's the best. See you, buddy.